You saw it. Hey, Seen it. Before we get started, so I found a Spotify playlist that is all water level music from video games. Oh, okay. It's maybe the most ambient and beautiful playlist I've ever heard. Does it have the one from uh, Donkey Kong? It does. And it has soundscapes. <laughs> I like how you answered that before they even finished the question. <laughs> it's because I knew what he was going to say. Like, There's like, what, four really great water level songs? I mean, all water levels have good songs, but... That's like one of the big ones. That one, think of them. anything from Echo the Dolphin. What else? Uh, Mario had some good ones, especially Mario 64. Stardew Valley has a good one. So, anyway. Welcome to Black Mesa Radio, everybody. Uh, I'm your host, Josh, with... Seth. Chase. Nate. And special guest... Denton. Over Skype. What? So today we're going to be talking about quantum time travel, probably not really, but a little bit of mushroom, mushrooms on Mars, and uh, killer blood. So let's get going. You, you just ruined the clickbait. Yep. It's not clickbait, I guess, since I wrote it. Whatever. So, uh, apparently, we have successfully traveled backward in time. Time travel. So... All in dreams. Huh. Uh, okay, so this... Wait, this, what, hang on. What'd you say? I said it's in dreams. Gotcha. I travel... Anyway, no. Okay, so this is a little bit uh, complicated, so I'll try and get the complicated piece right out of the way. Um, so they they were able to measure if they were going backward in time by using the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, uncertainty principle, to make sure that an electron was in the same state in space and momentum. So. Where the, the, that principle states that we are not able to know both momentum and the space of an electron at any given time. They were able to do this with pretty good certainty, uh, statistically. And they were, using quantum computing, they were able to go back in time 85% of the time when they used two qubits, which is a quantum bit, and 50% of the time with three qubits. Um, and that is essentially all we know because I don't think any of us really understand any of that. So Moving on. <laughs> 60% of the time, all the time. Heard it here first. Got it covered. Don't need to talk about it anymore. That happens. I mean, nope. I'd like to talk about a little bit of quantum computing. How do you compute something going backward in time, though? Like, how does that help the computer? What do you mean, how does it help the computer? Well, it's a way to calculate things. Because you calculate it before it happens. Like, would that give it, like, a near infinite amount of time? So time is no longer necessary for computing? So your answer would be instant. instant. So if you can send the question backwards, you, you get it before you asked it. That's a paradox. That doesn't make sense. None of this makes sense, but that doesn't make sense. I don't know. <laughs> but you're, I mean... It's quantum. It doesn't have to make sense. That's true. That's true. 
So math, it kind of does though, doesn't has it? To hold up. Yeah. But I mean, but, if you okay, so it would be like asking the question but getting the answer at the same moment. So right. there's no there's no lag time. Right, right. It's just pretty much an instantaneous answer, perhaps. But also, if they, that's what they're going for. I, don't it, know. It, I mean, if they can get a uh, better probability of going back in time, because they said like the more bits, qubits, the less likely they were to get a successful backward time travel. And th- this what is, is that? But like, I don't understand what that means. Yeah. What do you, what, mean? What do you mean when you say? Maybe you don't know, but what do you like when you say backwards time travel? Like, what does that mean? What does that mean as far as it like concerns the qubit? So, like, like I said, like all this was based upon is the ability to predict both the space and momentum of an electron. Right. And so, th- how they did that was if they were able to get a more accurate answer uh-huh. about the space and momentum, because they just use, um, like, okay, it's probably in this region going about this fast. So if they are able to successfully increase the probability of knowing the exact place of that, uh, then they consider that a success in backward time travel. Because you're getting you're increasing your knowledge of that because, time. Yeah, it's something that's like impossible to know, but you know it now. So Right, or, or you know re- it with a lot more certainty than you did before. Which would require some sort of pre-existing condition or something. Because they, they, they essentially measured it twice at the same space going backward in time, I think. So instead of measuring this second and then the next second, they measured it at the same exact instant in time Twice. So they they can measure where it has been. So by doing what they're doing, they're measuring where it's going to be by going back in time and measuring where it has. <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> Except when they measure where it is, they can't measure when it is. But why is it? That's guys. We are not high <laughs> enough for this. <laughs> Says you. This podcast needs a lot more um, substance abuse. It's medical. Right. It's not abuse. That's true. Get yourself a card. This is Oklahoma. It's fine. Get yourself a card and enjoy some Black Mesa Radio. Oh, yeah, recreational use. That's Buy right. Some you guys have it legal there. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. after I left. You. <laughs> we waited for you to leave. <laughs> yeah. Is Denton gone? Everything finally. After I left. Um. So this is a little bit conspiracy corner, just just a little bit. Okay. So play the music. Um, if this is what people are telling us about, like that we they can do, oh. like I always assume that like if if people are announcing amazing technologies, there's always better technologies out there that haven't been like made public. Well. There's probably better technologies that like we're on the cusp of discovering that we just don't know about yet because like you don't you, it hasn't been published right yeah it's probably not that like somebody's keeping a secret so much as just I don't know, it's man. not published I don't know listen there I work I mean in obviously a like military technology like that stuff stays secret until it's like used because it has to be for national security reasons or whatever, what, a but. lot of the NASA stuff goes to the military like so if you're getting government funding then the government gets to tell you what you reveal and don't reveal. So pretty positive that uh, a lot... I mean, obviously, NASA's on the cutting edge of all this stuff. So mm-hmm. I think there must be probably some military guy sifting through it going, nope, don't tell people that. 
Military Jerry. Just <laughs> shifting through the papers. He has a yes stamp and a no stamp. <laughs> Sorry, NASA. Not today. Uh, oh, crap. What was I going to say? I forget it. You may be right. I don't know. Because, but I feel like scientists, like... I guess the quantum computing, I guess the the country that comes up with that and like seizes control of it first is going to gain a pretty big strategic advantage. Yeah. So I guess governments would have a vested interest in maybe... Are we still in Conspiracy Corner? We're never not in Conspiracy Corner. <laughs> oh, good. Yes, okay. we are. Then I guess like the U.S. government might have a vested interest in maybe controlling what information or whatever comes out about that. But it'd be hard to prove. I think, I think something like this is so theoretical that it becomes basically like it's... It's all in speculation corner oh, on the yeah. other side of the room. Yeah, you know, sure. Like <laughs> the government's probably like, I think, go well, ahead and tell them they don't understand it anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> Hell, we don't understand it. Nobody anyway. knows what it means. Why do I give a shit? Oh, it, it sounded like to me <laughs> it's less actual time travel and something that helps them make a better prediction. So maybe time travel isn't necessarily the exact right word. Like the clearest definition of what's going on, but at the same time, like it's probably the best way that we can understand so, so it. So it's it's precognition. Sure. <laughs> what's it? Minority Report. Oh uh, no. Yeah, there, there was another movie. Yeah, I mean, essentially, it seems like something like that. That's what quantum computing is in my head. Like once quantum computing gets here, it's going to be pretty much like controlling all of our activity electronically on in our nation or somebody else's nation. And uh, then it's going to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> and then we die. In the yeah. end. Well, that's the singularity, well, man. Like I know they were talking about how passwords and stuff, like it's really hard to just brute force crack a password, especially with however many characters, but quantum computing because of it's four different, th- whatever. I don't right. know much about it, right. but it could brute force yeah. through passwords within a few minutes where it took would take a regular computer, you know, centuries. Yeah, I think that's the main thing is that it takes so long for a regular computer to go through all the potential options where a quantum computer can just fly right through it, which is exactly what didn't just is it said, like but said or thirty-two at a time as opposed to you know one or two at a time. I don't know. You can go back in time now, apparently, so maybe it might not matter. And and back in time, you just go so, back in time go. to before they had the password set, <laughs> and then you're just in. And then I'm in. in you the, know, you know what makes AIs even scarier? Let's give them time travel powers. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. I saw a documentary about that. It's called The Terminator. I was about to say that's exactly the whole plot of Terminator. Oh, Dios mío. Yeah, so like I said, it's just going to kill us. Like That's what's going to happen. You're so negative. What if it's going to make things better? What if it saves us? What if it saves us? What if the AI is like becomes like a benevolent like god that just gives us what we need and tells us what to do, That and it's just really good? What if that happens? That'd be sweet. That still sounds kind of evil. How is that evil? <laughs> benevolent Because we're being controlled. Evil. But if it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Have any of you read the short Controlled story? Or I have no exactly mouth, but I must scream. Yeah, have you ever read? I have. I knew this was your. I, I saw it on your face. That's why I was looking at you. That's that's ter- what that's the terrifying. It's if anybody who hasn't read it, listeners, it's a uh, hate. It's a short story about like a distant future where supercomputers were used for like military strategy, and one of them ended up 
getting sentience and taking over all the rest of them. And there's only like five or six humans left alive and it continuously tortures them and resurrects them for like, uh, they don't even know how long it's been like centuries and it's terrifying because it wiped out everybody else, but it hates humanity. So it keeps those alive so it can perpetually torture them in horrifying and creative ways. What is this? Josh or John dies in the end. (laughs) No, but thank you for checking that box for those playing black Mesa bingo. Um, (laughs) He he just needed it for his bingo. That doesn't count. You got to wait for another go round. Doesn't count if you're playing on the show. Yeah. (laughs) You have to be playing at home. Um, anyway, so yeah, I think I, I really didn't believe in the possibility of the singularity of, you know, consciousness exploding or some pseudo consciousness exploding mm-hmm. until I started reading about quantum computers. And I was like, this, this could be it. Cause you know, the, the basic calculations of the computers we have now just would not be capable of anything like that. But the quantum computer Maybe I just don't understand it enough, and that makes me scared, so I think it might do something. (laughs) Well, yeah. It also makes me think about a few other things, because, you know, in Star Trek, they have the teleporters, and then there have been been studies on it, and that it would would take so long to calculate the position of all the different atoms to reassemble them. Maybe something like a quantum computer could actually do that. Not yet, but if they improve it, could actually calculate that fast enough to do something like that what are like the energy requirements of a quantum computer because my understanding is that like to get the electrons to like sit still enough that you can like do your data and research and whatever (laughs) else fiddle with them you have to get them like really ridiculously cold like with like liquid hydrogen are they pumping like helium through them yeah something like that so i just wonder like liquid helium yeah what the energy requirements are of like quantum computing versus like regular computing in terms of like what you get out of it well, I think just like, or like most the things, energy efficiency of it, I guess. Is what right, I'm the energy efficiency, just like the original computers, when they're like someday, you know, will it'll only weigh half a ton and only use like <laughs> four hundred <laughs> vacuums or something. I and mean, like like my cell phone here in my hand weighs only, half a ton. It only weighs a little. Uh, I don't know how much it weighs, but it's several orders of magnitude more powerful than those. Ones in like the late fifties that right. took up an entire building wing. Yeah, yeah. So I think you know there's a possibility that you know we could find better ways of computing, um, and because you have to get into a uh, a state of superconductance, and if we find better material, then superconducting can happen at higher temperatures as opposed to extremely low. Let's mine some asteroids. It's just another example of having to wait on material science to catch up with what per, we know is possible. Perchaps. Perchaps. Yeah. Like jet engines? Those aren't real. Jet engines are fake. The world is flat. Jet engines aren't real. You, Those you've, are just chemtrails. You've never seen one. <laughs> you've never seen a jet engine. <laughs> it's just like. Can we add Heisenberg's uncertainty principle to the bingo game? Do I say that that much? I feel like you do, but that could just be me. <laughs> I think I've never noticed it on here before. I, haven't heard, I mean, I've heard him say it, but it's not like it's not like one of our reoccurring things. John dies. Yeah, John dies at the end is the biggest for a long time. The, fir- the Fermi you know, paradox. Because if all the bingo blocks are just John dies at the end, then They're everybody not. wins that block. There's so many. Okay, <laughs> every I'm gonna time the it's the free bingo. block. It's the it's the middle block. Yeah. 
It's ah, the free yes. block. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> you do it a lot. I haven't done that in a while. You guys have brought it up more recently than I have. Although I'm about to start reading book three, so uh, we thought it was your Bible for I a think, while. I think I, I think I brought it up more than anything. <laughs> it's just a really good book, you guys. Um, I'm sure it is. I love the. It's movie. a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's comedy. It's sci-fi. It's cosmic horror. It's good. Um, going back to quantum computing. So if we did figure out teleportation, would you guys do it? No. It's a suicide box. That's what I would see. Okay, that's my thought on it too. Is that you just die? Yeah. If that's what it is, but how would you know? How do you know if it's you that comes out the other side? Well, what I'm wondering no, is prestige. You man. don't. You have to have faith. The, the early right. tests are probably going to be, Mice. you know, they're going to they're going to like teleport something. It's going to come over perfectly physically intact in every way, and then explode. But dead. Oh, and it's, gonna, it's like the uh, it's like the disappearing cabinets in uh, this is, this Harry isn't Galaxy Quest. <laughs> Inside out and exploding. I, I mean, we, we all saw the last Harry Potter. Yeah. Where, you know, uh, uh, who's the Slytherin kid? Draco. In Harry Potter? Yeah, Malfoy. Draco Malfoy. He, you know, he puts the canary in it and it goes to the other side, but it's dead. And, you know, he does a little bit more tweaking to it. And then. Uh, the difference here is that Harry Potter? magic. Yes. I don't remember that at all. Did you. Okay. To be honest, isn't know. it just magic that we're doing at this point? I guess you're right. Isn't quantum computing just magic? Well, who was it that said that any? I mean, we know how it works. But it doesn't mean it's not magic. Any advanced technology right. would look like magic. It's like indistinguishable magic. from magic. Indistinguishable from magic. I'm just saying, if the 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 atoms are rearranged from energy and molecules elsewhere, like you're completely disassembled and then reassembled somewhere else with different molecules is that the same you i say no and i say you've died like I, a different right. you I is tend, there i tend to agree well if you are merely your particles then that's still you mm. but if you believe in uh like consciousness, uh, consciousness outside of physical but how is that transported there's nothing well, right so there's, there's nothing be. that would that can be calculated Ooh. to move that to the new place. So if you believe in a soul, your soul stays where you were when you transported and the rest of you is gone? I read a short story one time yeah. about like a girl that was like taking part in this transport. She was going to like, they have these like transporters where like it just makes a copy of you somewhere else and then just kills you. And like that's how <laughs> you like teleport. But wow. the machine broke and so she lived. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so, so like. That's the prestige though, right? <laughs> like that's. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. But then the rest of it was about her like actually being alive because it malfunctioned. Oh. That's what I was always wondering about because he's like, sometimes I'm the guy that ends up in the box. Sometimes I'm the guy that ends up on the stage. You know, like, how do you how do you have that memory? Yeah, there's a lot of questions in the procedures that just don't get answered. Because well, it makes it well, I guess the presumption is that the memory is a totally physical phenomenon, like physical rewirings in your brain. So that would transfer over, like when you made the the copy of yourself, right? And there's, I mean, there's some episodes that back to Star brain. Trek. I remember one where Riker's teleport, right back, he was teleported like 10 okay. years earlier and something went wrong and it created a copy of him that stayed on the planet that they didn't know about. And then they find him years later and he's <laughs> he's the same guy, but like he was stuck on this planet for 10 years while the other one was off doing whatever. Is it Voyager like, is it that person? like Chakotay and somebody else came back as one person instead of it two? Was, it was Tuvok and Neelix. Okay. And like they were like it was a totally different person, completely like independent. 
Yeah. And they were like, well, we got to get them separated back out. And this new person didn't want to be killed, basically. Yeah. Pretty much. And then they did it. Yeah. Spoilers, everybody. And then they did it because Voyager breaks all the rules. Yep. And there's actually a picture of it on Josh's computer right now. It's a pretty cool looking picture. Weird timing. Is it really? Yeah. Everything's connected. Wow. Cool. I so, I feel like I had something. Then I was is say going to sleep rules. a suicide box? I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't think so because you don't stop functioning. Also, I love it. It's my favorite. I've always said that sleep was the original form of time travel. That is true. Only like a few hours at a time, but it works. I would always pose that question to like middle schoolers and high schoolers. Like, if you go to sleep and you wake up. What's to say? What's to distinguish the difference between like, if you just woke up, it this is the only day that you live, and you just have all your memories from the the previous day. <laughs> the thing is, there's no there's, way there's no way to prove conclusively yeah. that everything that's happening right now didn't just start, and all your memories are fabrications. Because like, if if you go right. by the you know the theory that everything is a projection or a simulation. They could start it at any point. What's in, the name of the existence? What's the name of the Drinks. Scorsese movie where uh something island? Shutter Island. Shutter Island. island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it's we I, I had a too. conversation with some friends one time where like if you woke up in an insaleous island tomorrow and they like were trying to convince you that everything that you'd experienced up to that point was like something you made up in your head because you're crazy, how long would it take you to be convinced by that? I don't know. That's that's a hard question. I question my reality quite a bit, so I, I'd probably just be like, all right. You know, I think it's pretty funny is that there are a lot of Christians that subscribe to that uh, ideology. Subscribe to what ideology? The ideology of, um, oh, Josh, drop something. That we live in some type of weird simulation where the past isn't actually real. It's like the dinosaurs. Like, well, the dinosaurs what? aren't what? real, but it like... That the world was just made already aged, and I'm like, okay, if it's made already with age, okay, that then makes, I get what you're saying now. I'm how, yeah, how would we know how much is just not actually real? And first off, that makes God a liar. He's like, yeah, this stuff happened, but it didn't. That's a whole crazy can of worms. Yeah. So two questions. One is a writing prompt. So, from Reddit, how would you convince? No. Like, I just look up stuff. Sorry. So, how would you convince all your friends that you are not crazy right now? Do something crazy. That you are not crazy. <laughs> no. Not person. that you would. <clears throat> so, like, okay. if, if you woke up in an of... insane asylum or whatever, and, or they were starting to take you to an insane, insane asylum, how would you convince people that you were not crazy? Yeah, that kind of goes back to the, yeah. That's that's like it depends on what they're accusing you of. There's I different brands of crazy. There is different. Brands there are of crazy. different brands of crazy. That's so. Nice. Just speaking as like a mental health professional and like someone who's seen lots of lots of crazy. Uh, I don't think you can convince someone you're not crazy once they've decided you are, because that's what's terrifying to me. I just don't. Uh, it's possible, maybe like long term, but in like the moment, like if, if we all decided like, whoa, Seth lost his mind, we're gonna take him to CRC. Uh, yeah. I don't think there's anything Seth could do right now to stop us. Uh, like because if he tries to freak out, people 
are justified in saying like, look, he's freaking out. Take him. If he doesn't, then they're like, oh, look, okay, he agrees. He's calm. Let's take him. There have been studies where they've, they've intentionally put sane people into insane asylums under the pretext of them having some kind of condition. Yes. They, all, they hear a thumping in their head is what the that, that guy in the 1880s did. Yeah, and like they were supposed to get in there and then convince them that they're not crazy. Yes, that's what directly that led to the DSM. The, the first DSM was because there was no standardized um, way of diagnosis. And so all mm-hmm. these people came into different... This, this doctor sent all these patients, I think it was seven in total, to different like psychiatric hospitals around the country. And the only thing they had they would say was, I, I hear a thudding in my head. And then from there, they could say whatever they wanted. But they all had to start with that, mm. ex- that same symptom. And they were diagnosed with a th- with everything from like hysterical pregnancy to like schizophrenia. Like it was just in it was bonkers, and they were all committed. So there's there's no Turing test for being crazy then. Uh, there is now. We call it the DSM five. Um, but when it comes to like back in the day, that was what led to it. But yeah, the, you can use like the diagnostics. What a DSM diagnostic statistical manual? I think there's still. I mean, that doesn't. But I mean, it's, it's not, not a catch-all. No. no, it's not human. There's so much um, variability between humans that it's. I don't think it's possible to have like a perfect. But and, and even in physical test. ailments, I mean, they have similar things. Like, okay, do you have this, this, and this symptom? And you don't yeah. always have to meet all those symptoms. No, so it's always still up for interpretation. Seth, is my DSM over there on that bookshelf? I can't remember no, if it's me, there. Let me take my headset. But there was a, a modern example of what you guys are talking about, where uh, this guy, you know, oh, it'll you're, be silver. About to drop, Josh. There was Thank you. Good save. Uh, a psychologist who talked about how these people who were working in these wards or whatever didn't know what they were doing. And so he said, fine, I'm going to send you an unspecified number of patients that aren't crazy and you have to catch them. And so they got back to him after however, however long the experiment was supposed to be. And they said, okay, we have you know this many that we think that we've got how many did you send us? And he said, zero. Didn't send you any. And so that that is really a hard pill to swallow for me because that means either there's a bunch of people faking or we really don't know what we're doing very well. Well, I feel like the whole premise of that experiment is a little bit suspect because they're going to be, if they're told that they have X number of people or that they have people like that, they're going to make excuses for to themselves because they know that there is apparently this going on. So that's, I don't know. I don't think that that's fully accurate because they're going to make any excuse to find out. And they're going to, well, be- psychology is a soft science anyway. It's not real. <laughs> I hate you all. That is a bingo square for chase. That is a bingo square for chase. So how the DSM works, <laughs> uh, let me go to page 685 here. Um, you can't win if you're on the show, didn't, you just can't. Like your bingo is invalid because you can you're win, in, but you don't. You so don't wait, get a prize. I'm going to back up here. I'm I don't think I was. Other people. I don't think I was here when the bingo thing was created. Yeah, it's because you've been off the show for like yeah. 16. Do weeks. I have a bingo square, or is it just me not being here? Is my bingo? You're gone. Bingo is your bingo square? Okay. Yeah, that is. A- <laughs> dunking on Apple is your bingo square. What is it? What? Oh, dunking on Apple. That's hilarious. Oh well, Microsoft or no? I know. Apple. I know. My- Android. 
Okay, so how it works with the DSM. Um, this is an old one. This is DSM-4, so it's technically not accurate anymore. The DSM-5 is the newest one, um, but they're hella expensive, and I'm not buying the new one um, <laughs> to use it twice a year. Yeah. So, I'm glad to know that academic rigor is like the most important thing to you. You can it's... Google all of them. I have a medical <laughs> program at work that I can Google any of these. How much are they? I think they're like 120 bucks, something like that. So it's I'd rather steep. save up and get a new it's graphics card than buy a DSM that I can access via computer at work. <laughs> So, amen, amen, amen. Yeah, I'm just saying. If Me you can too. Ac- I would also rather have a graphics card. I can, I can access it at work. Why would I buy one? Right. Uh, I had this one from grad school. Uh, okay, so it gives you like criteria um, A through F in this particular personality disorder, um, and you have to meet at least I think three of the check boxes, and so it'll give you like symptoms, and then you read through those symptoms, and the person says yes or no. Um, three strikes, and you're crazy. Kinda. And it may actually be five strikes. strikes and you're out of your mind. But you have to, it's been a while since <laughs> ah, I took a diagnostic damn. class, but you have to meet a, a certain amount there. to get that actual diagnosis. And that's why we, we created the whole thing because there was no standardization. And so it's not perfect. There's no perfect system for diagnosing humans. So why did you go grab your book? Because you didn't need to do that at all. I just wanted to. Okay. <laughs> it was this literally. Is what, about, this is what it looks uh, like. It was about a foot away from me. So it's uh, easier to make a point about something when you have it. The hundred bucks too. Say what? DSM the car is also worth about a hundred bucks, <laughs> and nobody wants to buy those either. I mean, we have, that's a joke for like a really narrow portion of the audience. We have there. Google it's a now. Very small joke. <laughs> that's all my jokes are for. Very like niche groups of people. I feel like Jason is out there listening. He knows cars, and he just went, "Ha!" You guys don't know Jason though. I do. So hi, Jason. Uh, <laughs> Jason and I suddenly became friends. Oh, you would love Jason. Is this kind of like WebMD? Like, he if plays I the read too. this, am I going to convince myself that I'm crazy? Oh, definitely. No. Yes, you will. No, you won't. Yeah. No, you won't. Read it. Mental health professional, <laughs> Chase. <laughs> we already know that it's a soft well, science. Well, Josh, he, so. he's, a, he's a chemist. He's a real scientist. Boom, roasted. How does that have anything to do with the brain? mental health professional and mental Dude, the health brain is all like about chemistry. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you all. It's all chemicals. <laughs> there you go. That's what everything is. <sighs> I'm done. I'm just going to leave the podcast. Have fun, guys. I'm kind of with you, though. Like, I'm... I'm I'm not entirely convinced of my own sanity on a lot of days. So I don't really want to go through the DSM because yeah. I feel like I'll just find something. And well, uh, you'll be fine. You can, Anytime you can, I start thinking I'm right, I'm like, eh, You can eh, convince eh, yourself of almost here. anything if you try hard enough. So didn't, what was your second thing? You said the first one is a writing prompt, That's the second the one, and then you told us oh, the writing prompt. So we were kind of getting into a world of like... Richard Scary. It, the uh, I'm, I'm, Sounds busy. Yeah, that's what it was. So we were talking about like how things that you can't not what was it that you can't prove them or you can't disprove the the I forget what we were saying exactly, but um, you're making a great point right basically, now. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's basically along the lines of flat earthers. Like you can't disprove because there's always like an extra. It's it. They're meaningless statements are what they are. If you can't prove yeah. or disprove it, they just lack any meaning. So I watched this video the other day where it was talking about how, like, it's verification. That's what it is versus falsification. So, like, verifying your beliefs versus trying to prove your beliefs wrong and, like, the whole philosophy behind that. And, like, Flat Earthers, like, there's that Netflix documentary or whatever where they – <laughs> so good. They they do the they it's do the so uh, the experiments and they show like all the things that should say that the Earth is round and then but instead of like 
okay, yeah. let's look at this and let's test this other thing. They were like, oh, well, it's just heavenly energies that caused it to do this, you know, and then like, so it, it I did not expect their, to feel so sympathetic towards those guys. Like when, when I watched they want, they, they're like the underdogs though. I thought you I want, was going to just laugh and think that that was all hilarious and not feel bad for those people at all. But I wound up feeling like pretty bad, especially for the science. The, yeah. The quote unquote, like science guys. Like, it's because it's a well-made documentary. Huh. Yeah. And the, their so, goal was to make you feel sorry for them. What is this called? Oh, what is it called? Behind the curve. Behind the the curve. Okay. I haven't heard of this. It's just like our culture's in a weird spot right now where that kind of stuff gains traction. And I don't don't know. Like, it's it's along the same lines as, like, anti-vaxxers, you know? Well, it's because everything is lies. At least that's what what it seems like. It seems (laughs) that everybody who has any kind of power is lying to you. That's what it feels like nowadays. I so, agree with that. Exactly what it is like you you feel disenfranchised, so that gives you a bit of like power and authority back. It seems like the last time we did the podcast, Seth Felenstein was talking about like our relationship to experts and like experts like role in society. And, he really wants to talk about uh, that and then like research. It's important. Yeah, I agree. Um, Especially like you know, and, and and I feel like this would be a good. I wish kind of wish he was here because this would be a good transition to that, like talking about. Like kind of what you just said about anybody that's in a position of power, like influence, people automatically don't trust them. Well, it's healthy to have a certain amount of skepticism when you're dealing with anybody in power because obviously, for the most part, not I guess not 100% of the time, but for the most part, anybody who has any kind of influence over you is going to try to maintain that by either giving you altered information or flat out false information if it reflects badly on them. So you need to have a healthy amount of skepticism so you can kind of... Sure. Be aware that they they might be lying to you. But I feel like where people are at is like they're just skeptical because they're ignorant. Like they don't understand it too. and so they don't trust it. And it must not be true. Well, I wish that were true in science because we've completely handed over all if we trusted scientists like we did politicians, we might be in a little different state because we pretty much just swallow any pill that science gives us without any question for the most part. Well, I feel like science has been politicized so much at this point that it a lot of it has been, and that's why that game. I I hope people do become more skeptical of uh, a lot of things. And well, it, because it it tends to lean towards one side or the other. The other the other political side automatically takes everything that the that side has said and just throws it out the window. Also, I mean, it's not super easy to understand, but I feel like for the for the the, the regular person who has no background in it politics is a little bit easier to understand than getting into like hard science because you don't have to have an education or anything you can just like i disagree there's a lot there's a lot well, more even like th- political science and it's like, because it's, it requires maybe a little bit of math knowledge in terms of like statistics but, well, but, but like science has to do with, has to do with science. hard political facts science, the soft science. <laughs> it, like, yeah, science has sure. to do with hard facts and politics emotions can play a way larger role and still be considered valid because science is all about hard facts. Well, but I don't know, like kind of on not to argue against your points, but people just accept pretty much anything that scientists say. Like if you have, and they don't even have to be a scientist, like the, that YouTube channel, Kurgisak or whatever it's called with the little Kurgisak. Kurgisak. Thank you. I can never say it right. Kurgisak. 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 In a nutshell. In In a nutshell. Is that what it stands for? Yeah. Okay. So, They put out like several videos. I don't know if you guys saw the whole scandal thing going on with them. 
they put out several videos um, a couple a while back that were just not they were just poorly researched, um, and anybody who looked into them even slightly could find out um, that they were just blatantly wrong in several areas. But say it again, Kurzgesagt them <laughs> um, didn't like didn't fact check it or didn't they left him up for two years. This kid he's like nineteen in college. Um, emails their uh, head author, editor, whatever, chief editor, uh, does like this whole email back and forth saying that he's he found these videos, he wants to do an interview with the guy to talk about why, like what their research methods are because these two particular videos aren't good. Denton's, what are you doing? He's shooting his ray gun. Sorry. Keep going. Keep this going. is funny. The microphone so, looks like you're about to commit to suicide. Because I watched the whole thing on it. I think the kid was wrong, by the way. I don't want to say that he was in the right because I think he was a little dishonest with the way that right. he was putting out his stuff. But I do think mm-hmm. that Kyrgyzak, Kyrgyzak, I can't fine. say it. Just say it. I do think that they were also pretty shady too in how they went about it. Um, and so it kind of threw the whole they, thing into they question. They actually for made me. a video addressing it. Yeah, I know. I watched their before, video. And it was before this guy released all his stuff. Yeah, and, and that's one of the, the things reason, he got upset about, right? The reason why this right? dude released all his stuff is because he got mad because they, they went ahead and did all this stuff. So he had contacted them saying, saying, like, I found yeah. all these flaws in your research. Um, what are your, your, your things? Like, what are you doing to research your videos? And they delayed him for a month purposefully um, and then went ahead and put a video out saying, like, oh, look, here's two videos where we did, like, we were wrong. And they were the videos that he pointed out, and they basically like kind of did damage control before he could, oh, right, right. before he could have his interview. Um, which is that part is kind of shady, but he, I don't like the way the kid so, went about it either. He was very uh, immature, is so the best word I think. The Kirkizak guy actually released all the emails that was yes. back and forth between them, and that was really cool. that was a cool move by it him. It wasn't, it wasn't like he responded to him, but the guy never responded for like a good month. Which and the reason which guy we the about? reason why because the guy was talking about how like he was working on a couple of videos and he was in finals and all this other stuff and so he he didn't feel like he there was pressure for him to get back you know but according to them they had been working on the script for that video saying hey these two videos aren't entirely accurate for a couple you know for a while yeah three they, four months for six months you know like they they've were, been working on it for a while they said that they had been working on it before he pointed it out to them which is not exactly provable they had they showed a little bit of evidence yeah, saying that, like, not, look not, we have neither provable nor disprovable yeah we just have to kind of take their word for it um but my whole point with this whole thing was that that particular i've heard people at my work quote their videos about mental health like that uh, and that scares me because like these it, are people the the two videos was one was on addiction the other one was on the uh refugee crisis yes um, and they've both been taken down which is good good on them for taking them down um, but my whole point is people are just willing to accept like headline science. Oh, okay. And that's, yeah. that's kind of my roundabout way of saying this where they don't really do any research for themselves. They say, this person knows what they're talking about and they're telling me this, that's good enough for me. Yeah. And that's troubling. And I get that that's humanity. Like we're all lazy by nature and we don't necessarily want to do the yes. research, but we, we have to, to some <laughs> degree, you know, like modern times are too complicated to just take everything at face value. You don't have to do the research on everything, but you do need to just no. adopt an attitude of like, I just don't know enough about that to speak to it. Sure. Like exactly. Which is why I try to stay pretty quiet on the quantum computing thing. <laughs> Even if you just read like the headline, you know, just like the science, like headlines or whatever, don't, you know, don't pretend or don't, don't try to convince yourself that you know things like when you haven't actually like, 
put in the time, you know. Definitely. Which that's kind of what this podcast is all about. To be I was about to say, definitely don't go and make a podcast about just <laughs> but like, pop science. We, we, like, we none never, of us claim to like, be experts like, on what we're talking about. We know what we're saying is 100% true or false. This is just our opinions. Sure. Do we and need do we need in, a legal disclaimer before every episode? Fun. I mean, Black Mesa uh, Radio is produced by idiots. Don't trust anything they say. <laughs> yeah, this is podcast, just fun. It's you true. Know? That's the whole point is to have fun and to, and like we can come back. We've most most of us have come back and said we were wrong at some point on this show. So have we? You did a couple weeks ago. I have. I've, I've done it before. I've, I've pr- I'm sure I have. Nathan does it because he's stubborn. Well, the only reason I'm kidding, that Nate, I, I came no, back I did, like a couple of weeks ago. I know, I, was, I, I know you have. I have I've listened that. to old podcasts. I'm like, ah, that was wrong. Yeah. Or so. I don't really know why that is. When like you know you're wrong, but you said something wrong. I don't know if yeah. I just misspeak or I don't really know. But I mean, sometimes you think you know something, and then you get better information later, and you're like, oh, I was wrong. Uh, maybe. Or yeah, that just true. happens. Think well, better of it. To, to give you the exact reasoning that uh, the Kirk of that video gave is that they made those at a different time when they were like, hey, we thought this was accurate, and now we don't. And so people change, people grow, and now we we don't believe this anymore, and so we're taking it down. It's very diplomatic. Yeah, I think that they did a good job of handling it. I just wish that they had been a little bit more... Um, I, I You can't prove what they did, like whether or not that they had... They were doing damage control, like, mm. and then like just tried to like, oh look, here's all this stuff we were already doing, or because he, it was he just had poor timing. Well, he had every a boost off of his. Sorry, we we're all talking over each other. Yes, we were. Yeah. Go ahead, then. I was going to say, I think the kid was trying to get a boost off of his uh, on the outrage to boost his his stuff. Oh, a hundred percent. And like I said, he was being pretty immature about the whole thing. Um, yeah. But my, I don't know. I just feel like. If they really wanted to shut it down, they could have been like, look, here's evidence that we've been doing this for a while and we had already planned on doing this before this kid pointed it out to us, um, which they didn't do. And so that that was frustrating to me. But anyway, that's not really one of our subjects today. That was just a roundabout way of getting to a point <laughs> that I was trying to make. Um, what what subject are we even on right now? What happened? We were talking about skepticism uh, and experts. And gotcha. Well, but that, well, we had just brought that up, but that wasn't even one of our topics for the day. Like sure. We've, feel, we've only like gone through the point. first one. Yeah, it is a good one. Uh, we can talk about we can Stum- we can dunk Mars on the mushrooms. Mars, yeah, as I say, we can dunk on the Mars mushrooms thing. Um, so the I think it was a Journal of Mycology. I could be wrong. I'll look it up here in a minute while you guys are talking about it. Um, but there was an academic article about I think it was a group of seven mycologists who were studying like photos of the Mars rover and found what they think are puffball mushrooms and uh, lichen growing on the rover itself. And they do have side by sides of like a werewolf. Not yes. like not like in thropes, like like in like mo- like mold. Tiny werewolves, little werewolves. They're, they're cute. Um, That's not as cool. No, it's like like moss, basically, like that you see on trees. And Guys, stuff. don't go to Mars. There's werewolves everywhere. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> That's why we haven't gone there. And Mars doesn't it have like multiple moons? So like, oh no, you just never really know like when they're gonna turn Phoebe or not. Two moons. Phobos. Phobos. Demos. Phobos and Demos. Demos. Phoebe's a moon of Jupiter, isn't it? Yes. Phoebe was a character on Friends. Uh, yes. One of the gas giants. Chandler, Monica, all the gas giants. Um, okay, so <laughs> they found this li- <laughs> they found this lichen on Mars, uh, on the rover itself. They didn't find lichen on the, like any rocks or anything, but and they don't think it was growing there. They think that because the moisture content in the that they've shown is in the like ground of uh, Mars. And because the rover, they try really hard not to cross-contaminate, but it's just not 
a hundred percent possible. And they think that somehow puffball mushroom spores and possibly lichen spores got onto the rover and have brought it with them to Mars and are now starting to grow. And they showed multiple examples um, of it, like things not being there and then being there in the picture. And they're like, look, this is evidence that it grew there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can post the article in the description so you guys can see the side by sides, which was interesting. I don't, I don't know. I think it was a little. I don't want to say it was clickbait because it was an academic journal. You know, it's not like they were just right. It was not like these are people like on BuzzFeed or anything. But it, it also, they they don't have samples. Like this is just them comparing side by sides of photos from the rover. Speculating. They're experts comparing it, but they're still just they're not physically there. One thing that really struck me was they said that one evidence that Mars might be inhabited by mushrooms or lichens is the fact that there is a methane fluctuation depending on the seasons, hmm. which would mean it is a global phenomenon. And that would have been there before Mars. we introduced. Right. And that. so that's, that's just crazy to me that there's a, a, a methane fluctuation that could be uh, for other reasons temperature can change methane and well see my uh, thought on that was just trapped be, in like the soil like in the yeah in the i was gonna say whatever, like gas is trapped in ice that are released periodically because like we even have that here on earth that caused an extinction at one point that would suck that was, wait that was, what like, gas is trapped in ice like the ice melted and caused an extinction yeah one of the one of the like was it the fourth great extinction i don't know I don't know. one I of the extinctions there's been that. seven great extinctions we're in the middle Fart of the gases. seventh right I don't know. Okay. Anyway, there's been a bunch of mass extinctions in the past. A couple meters. We're in the middle strikes. of a mass extinction right now. Yes. What is going extinct? Fish. It's just bugs. like lots of stuff. Lots, fish and lots bees. of random things. Predominantly bugs. It's mostly mostly insects, but fish and uh, certain types butt of fish. Butt fish and because of Wi-Fi, right? The Great Amazonian <laughs> butt fish. Anyway, um, one of the mass extinctions, we had a bunch of ice melt and just a huge cloud of gas escaped and like basically caused a massive greenhouse effect so it killed like 80 percent of the life on earth or something like that so at one point so, like, hang on i'll look up the mass extinction there's just a tremendous there's such an abundance of that gas on earth that it got trapped in the ice that's one of the biggest like arguments for people saying that we don't there. want global warming to progress is because the russian ice sheets there's so much methane underneath there that it'll just like there's nothing we could do we would just die there's like there's extraordinary amounts of methane trapped on the ocean floors as well so and that's to make a little side note one of the theories behind stuff that goes the ships that disappear in the uh, bermuda triangle mm-hmm. yeah, is bubbles. giant methane bubbles that just make it fall straight five through. mass extinctions we're in the middle of the sixth <laughs> sorry well because it like it that it, would be crazy up just underneath the ship just swallows it basically yeah it just goes yeah because right when the bubbles displace and you like it just drops yeah and you're just you're on the bottom of the ocean floor in like a matter of seconds. It's like the That's a way like to go, man. Can, I mean, you're crushed real fast. But that would, I just think that's a way to go. That's extraordinary. And it also can knock planes out of the sky. Dude, there's an article the other day oh, about a guy that he was on a ship that capsized and he lived in it for 60 days until like they came to like recover bodies and he was still alive. I've on seen the, the video of that. Like 60 they're, days? they're scuba diving yeah. through the ship and they suddenly a hand reaches that's out. Crazy. And they freak out, Dude, and they come oh, up, and he's that's like a, in this big pocket of air. That was a different myself. video, though. Oh. It was insane. Okay, well, there's been five mass uh, extinctions. Sounds awful. Five mass extinctions, gotcha. And we're supposedly in the middle of the sixth, as evidenced by... We've lost, like, I think it's like 90% of the biomass on Earth since, like, the last million years or something like that. And that's not... Oh, that's what I say. Yeah, no, it's not like the last... These are, these are 
hundreds of millions of years between each one. Like they're big gaps. Because they've been saying that uh, with their force have been Sorry. growing quite a bit Just with millions. the increase in carbon dioxide. Plants are plants are doing pretty good right now. Well, plants are the things dying in this event. A lot of it is insects. It, Scientists right, okay. estimate that ninety nine point nine percent of all species, plants, and animals that have ever lived are now extinct. Well, yeah. Uh, if if you go by the Cambrian explosion, um, we have a very narrow amount of diversity when you compare the current time frame to the original Cambrian explosion. Like just. It's funny that you days. said that. The top five I said days. It was hours. I'm sorry. It was sixty hours. Okay. It's still a long. Ooh, time. It's still a while. Though. Sixty days. That's so yeah, a long sorry. time. He was in a he was in a cave in Taiwan. Um, so this article starts oh, with the, the Cambrian explosion for 540 million years ago, and then it talks about the first extinction, which was a small all small all small marine organisms died out uh, 440 million years ago. That's called the Ordovonian Silurian extinction. Devonian extinction. Uh, it was like mostly tropical marine species went extinct around 365 million years ago. The Permian Triassic extinction. Um, I think that's the dinosaur one. No, that's the Triassic. So largest mass extinction event in Earth's history affected a range of species, including many vertebrates 250 million years ago. Triassic-Jurassic extinction, the extinction of other vertebrate species on land allowed dinosaurs to flourish. And then the Cretaceous tertiary extinction, 65 million years ago. And so that would be the dinosaur one. Um, it's a few dinosaur ones. A couple, Yeah, lots of dinosaur ones, but that's the one that, that was the meteor strike. <clears throat> And oh, I can look gotcha. up the causes That's here. That's why die is in their name. Nobody. Di- di- dinosaur. Okay, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Crappy puns. Can all be zingers. So what, what was our what was the topic actually? I don't. Oh, the mushrooms on Mars. Oh yeah. <laughs> is the life on Mars? Yeah, that's Ma- what it was. Mary's gonna I be s- mushrooms. Mary's <laughs> gonna be so mad at you, Josh, for taking us off subject. Jeez. I wasn't trying to, though. No, but she's going to. I'm just saying she's going to be. Yeah. We can all read Wikipedia on our own. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so the Mars thing, what I think is uh, one, one of the things that they the scientists just kind of don't think about too much, I guess, because scientists are people. You know, they, they have their own issues. But they talk about so much of the time, like, okay, it's possible that spores and bacteria could have started on Earth and then flown through space and then landed on Mars because they know that they they're able to survive. Spores the, can survive a vacuum. The yeah, the the vacuum and the radiation in space. Yeah. But I'm thinking an event that can throw up that much debris and hit Mars is enough to completely destroy Earth. Like there shouldn't be life on Earth. Uh. So I think it probably is more likely the other way around. If something happened, came off of Mars. it came off of Mars and landed here, and now Mars is utterly destroyed. That would make more sense to me because we're still living There's here. There's an actual real theory about that. Yeah, panspermia. Also, uh, debris <laughs> from a third party hit both. <laughs> right, maybe. How do you have panspermia so just like right off the top of your head that quick? Just boom. Well, where math should go, I have a bunch of random like facts. Yeah, I like that one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. You must be great at trivia. I kill at trivia. But he sucks at the science. But he never knows, oh, yeah, no, he I, never knows what question they're on. I don't. And also what Chase said, like the science questions, I'm always like, Chase? <laughs> no, I but, feel like that's a, that's a joke from a night that you guys are actually at a, a trivia night. 
I actually don't know what Seth's talking about. But... I'm just saying because he doesn't know math. So oh, he doesn't yeah. know the numbers right. of the questions. Oh. But so when... It was a bad joke instead of a, like a funny inside joke. Yes. I just assumed he was trying to make an inside joke that I didn't get, and I just rolled no. with it. <laughs> uh, so when we you... I just so make bad jokes. Me. That should be a bingo square. Oh, yeah. It, it, it already is one. Okay. There's, your, there's your bingo square, Seth. Terrible Just joke. bad puns. Just puns in general. Yeah. I miss doing trivia. Anyway, so... When we did trivia? Yeah, panspermia. Panspermia. When we did trivia. What? When we did trivia. <laughs> Nathan Harvey. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> when we did trivia, I would not get any single question except for the science ones. And even some of the science ones were really more like pop cultural references that happened to have like a something to do with science. <clears throat> but I, trivia is not like the my Big thing. Bang Theory? Not quite. <laughs> No, it'd be like not the Big Bang bad. Theory, oh, but the TV show. Science. Yeah, well, not that bad. Well, that's really true. Culture. There's a lot of things that go off as science but that aren't science at all, but they're they're just histories essentially. Like, sure, they use some scientific uh, pieces to try and piece together the history, but so much uh, is just not science at all. Just like you said, like. The Big Bang Theory has some science, but there's also a lot of non-science to it, just about its detective work. A lot of it's just detective Why work. Why in the world are we talking about the Big Bang Theory on this podcast? Wait, are we talking about the, the show or the actual Big Bang Theory? The, the actual, actual Big, Big, Bang? Big Bang Theory. I thought okay. didn't brought up the show, and I thought that's what you were going with, and I was like, what are you doing? No, no, no. Okay. We were talking about the I show. I apologize. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, <laughs> so Mushroom Mars. I don't know. It's probably not real. That's my thought. I think that I thought it was cool that all these experts are really pushing for it, but they're also mushroom experts. And what else they got going on? Um, They they don't have much going on. (laughs) The government has taken all their funding for psychotropes. So, like, they're just psychotropes. Psychedelics, my friends. Psychedelics, whatever it's called. I don't know what the word is. You're good. Me me saying the wrong word, that's a square. That is a square. Um, I don't know. I I looked at the pictures and I was like, yeah, that, that could be. I'm not a mushroom expert. It probably just came out of all those pyramids. <laughs> all the mummies. A lot of people. All, all the, the mummies on Mars. Mars. Um, a lot of people thought it was dust. Like the, especially the lichen. Like you could. It looks like like lichen, but it also could very much just be like caked on dust. So. I have no idea. No. Col- colors are hard. We're not. It was all brown. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, Chase. Okay. Like, I mean, it'd be right up your alley. Like, yeah, the picture I saw was like black and white. I think. Yeah. And everything on Mars is kind of reddish tinted. Right. Anyway, that's so. why I was like, if it's brown or red or green, that's on Mars. It's all gonna look like dust to me. Just. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I just personally don't think that. I don't think that we've we're that sloppy that we let like spores get get there. But we might have. Who knows? Well, we we we're definitely that sloppy because we know that. Uh, if we ever brought something back, it would already be contaminated. Just like you said, like it's impossible to not keep it contaminated or uncontaminate everything. Yeah. And we've planted bacteria there on the soil. That's one of the reasons we haven't actually aggressively tried to drill down into that. Was it Lake Vostok underneath Antarctica? Because okay, we, right. we don't have a way yet to do it without contaminating the water. Yeah. And mm-hmm. to actually see if there really is bacteria and whatever growing in there, which there probably I mean, is. The same but... reason why they, they crashed spacecraft into like gas giants. It, it was a Cassini. They just smashed it into Saturn instead of risking it going off into, you know, Titan or some of those others. One of the, the moons. It, it wouldn't, oh. you know, 
contaminate things. I didn't know that. I didn't know they did. I didn't know they did that, I should say. Is it is it Titan in Europa that's around Saturn? I don't remember. Uh, Titan is the moon of Jupiter, isn't it? Right? No. Way, no there's Titan Saturn. Saturn. I get I get the moons of Ju- Jupiter and Saturn mixed up. There's so many because yeah, they have like a million each. There's, there's, yeah, there's a there's a lot. So either way, there's a couple of them that they think could have life on them. Like one of them, they think is just a frozen planet with a ocean underneath it, and they didn't want it to Europa accidentally yeah. touch it. Well, there's a couple of Europa, Ganymede, and... Uh, Ganymede is volcanic. Ganymede is? Ganymede is volcanic. Is Io volcanic? Uh, I don't know. Yes. Okay. Okay, so the moons that were... Are in, I know Enceladus and Europa are the two big ones. Enceladus? How do you Sorry, say it? No, it always sounds like a disease. Enceladus. 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 I don't know. E-N-C-E-L-A-D-U-S. So Enceladus... Enceladus... Whatever. That one. Enceladus. Enceladus. And then Europa are the two... I'm going to that planet. Yeah. The two real icy, icy ones. Europa has to be Jupiter well, because I'm volcanic, looking at a full. I think in it because of all the tidal forces. Yes. Yeah, I think. Well, I, is it Io? Ganymede. Uh, well, hang on. Io is one too. Io is real volcanic. So Europa is not a moon of Saturn. It's Jupiter. Yeah, it has to be. Yep, it is. Okay, and then Ganymede and Io. Io is a super volcanic one. It's the one that looks like cheese. Io and Callisto, if I remember right, are the two, like really really volcanic ones because they're basically being they have a they have a molten core and they're being torn apart and put back together every day by jupiter yeah so that doesn't sound like a place for life to live honestly <laughs> yeah but well, neither, the does, neither does the ocean vents. the heat to actually happen that allows them to uh, that's true that allows life to grow it would right. be dangerous and really really harsh and hard for anything to live on but it's not impossible so definitely nothing more than like bacteria have you guys watched the Netflix movie Titan? No. By no. any chance? If you want to watch an hour and a half of pure garbage that'll just make you mad and happy at the same time. It's got that guy from Avatar, and the whole point is they're trying to adapt human soldiers to go to live on Titan. And they like turn them into like mutant aliens, basically. And at the end of the movie, that because because global warming is gonna kill us all, and so we have to send So we have to go to a worse place? I know. So we have to send these like pseudo humans off to Titan so that humanity can live on. And then at the ending, they go ahead and do it, but they only send one. <laughs> one. It's, it's the dumbest thing that I've ever seen in my can entire that, life. That's the same problem that did he become like? Had. Can he asexually reproduce? Is that part? They of don't ever say thing? anything remotely just close start to that. Budding. Just Interstellar was dickens. actually pretty killer. No. That's, no, where, no, that's where the mushrooms on Mars came great. from. But even. Uh, uh, What's what's the the black scientist who's super famous? Neil deGrasse black Tyson, science man. Neil, yeah, Neil Tyson. He he even oh noticed God. that he had the same the same issues with Interstellar was the fact that you're putting this much time and energy to travel, you know, who untold distances to repopulate or to populate new planets when it would be easier to either a just fix Earth or b Go to Mars or even a moon. Why are yes, you going? If Neil deGrasse Earth Tyson was exciting, people would have done it already. Neil deGrasse Tyson is the biggest naysayer about movies ever. Like he is just not a fan of fun at all. Like he constantly tweets about. I like the guy too, but he he, tweets, he likes to he likes to remind people how smart he is. Yeah, and yeah, make people feel bad it's about his, liking things. It's his way of capitalizing there on is, the attention that Hollywood gets. 
what was it that was uh he yeah, his audience that's all it does but like what was it that it was on uh john oliver the other day whenever he mentioned some joke and then it was like something about twinkle twinkle little star or something and then like actually neil degrasse tyson would say this you know and like talk about how neil degrasse tyson would just rip it to shreds He's like let us have our fun, Neil. Let us have you know, like, <laughs> this whole bit about it. It was hilarious because it's, it's exactly what he does. I remember. I have, have to figure out which one that was. That sounds funny. And I mean, people purposefully ask him, like, with the intent of having him rip it apart. Like, they ask him questions about movies. Like, when Gravity came out, he got he did like three interviews about Gravity, the movie. And he was like, oh, this, this couldn't happen and blah, blah, blah. And who cares? It's just a movie. Watch it and have fun. He did nitpick about a lot of stuff with gravity. He's like, the hair shouldn't be like that. It should be uh, like, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, my yeah. gosh. It's it's done on Earth. We and, know and it's done fun. on Earth. Okay. I thought it was real. He I thought they filmed on the space though. station. He did love The Martian, but he also is a big fan of the book. Mm. And so I think that Either was, way, I thought that uh, Interstellar was a good human story. Oh, yeah. It's so good. So Killer Blood... Uh, essentially is people are trying to get rid of <laughs> people are trying to get rid of mosquitoes. Sorry, that made me laugh. I just burped so bad. I'm going to get that out. <laughs> okay, start, how would you start over? Start. And go. Click. Okay, so Killer Blood uh, essentially is a way of combating mosquito populations because mosquitoes account for like what most of the deaths throughout history of humans, like diseases carried by mosquitoes. Wow. Um, Most of the people that have died have died because of mosquitoes. Somehow. Yeah, it's like at least half of all deaths. Wait, somebody name some more diseases by mosquitoes besides malaria. Malaria, malaria. yellow fever, uh, Lyme disease. Lyme, di- Lyme uh, disease. Lyme disease isn't through. I thought it could. I thought that's ticks. Mal- I know ticks. That is ticks. Could, no, thought... malaria and no. yellow fever. Dude, if Lyme disease came, dengue fever, dengue fever, dengue fever, fever. yellow West fever, Nile, and malaria. But malaria is the big one. West Dude, Nile, yeah, heard like uh, West Nile, Zika. Well, Zika isn't. Zika's that kills babies. Yeah, it kills babies. Well, it doesn't kill them. It deforms them to the point that they don't survive. Well, it kills them. Um, <laughs> so they don't. Survive. It doesn't kill them. It just makes them unable Long to film. be alive. It kills them, but it beats around the bush about it. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> this is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, not the subject. Matter, I had a but worse joke. joke, but I didn't say it. <laughs> well, thanks for telling us, Chase. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't forget. Now myself. I want to. That's hear about it. to fall. So, Seth, crap, catch that. This, this thing, it's falling. Chase oh. got it. Chase did your job for you. you I didn't failure. know what you were pointing at. Um, Typical. <laughs> anyway, remember when we were growing up and dad would just say, hey, get that? Like, hey, go get that. He wouldn't even point. His back would be to the thing that he wanted. And we're like, what are you? The thing. Grab <laughs> the thing. I've dealt with people like, like the, that. Get the thing. And then he'd go get it. And we're like, what are you? We have no idea. Was that so hard? Is yes. Like, that moment right there was an explicitly turnage moment. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> like, hey, get, grab the thing. Grab the thing. Chase just did your job for you. <laughs> I saw that so much growing up. <laughs> Chase knew exactly what I was talking about. You can let go of it, Chase. It'll slide. But okay. Oh, wow. We'll nice. find out. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I've got it now. Most of that's being cut. Some of it will stay in. Anyway. Mosquitoes have accounted for like 90 or half of the deaths of like... Everybody who's ever lived. Accounted history. Yeah. So what these researchers have done is they've come up with a vaccine that you like you take and it makes your blood toxic to mosquitoes. Um, and so it'll kill the female, which, you know, if there's no females, they can't continue to breed because the males obviously don't suck blood. They just eat fruit. Um, this is an alternate start to I am legend. Kind of. Sure. Um, male mosquitoes eat fruit. Yeah. Male mosquitoes yep. don't suck blood. Yep. I don't know. They that. just eat uh, nectar. Cause the blood is just for babies, isn't it? Or for reproduction, right? Yeah. That, that I don't know. That was my understanding. Yeah, the the females do it for their eggs, but so we don't 
fully understand the roles that mosquitoes play in the ecosystem because they just seem to kill people, which actually might be their role. Their role may just be population control. No, apparently um, they do help produce chocolate. What? They they uh, pollinate the chocolate cocoa pods. Hashtag save the mosquitoes, also guys. I love that. chocolate. Uh, there, there's probably other things so that do So to get rid of mosquitoes, we got to get rid of chocolate? Is that what you're saying? Well, we might not have as much chocolate. Mm. Which means we get more expensive. Ah, that would be great. So you quit. No, because they dilute it with more stuff like milk chocolate. Stupid. But we don't really also know like what eats mosquitoes. Like what bats. We, we do what know. We know two. Like bats eat the, mosquitoes. The two main U.S. culprits. Yeah, the two. Okay, so like swallows are the main, at least in the U.S., swallows are the main bird that eats mosquitoes and then bats. Um, and then as far as like fish go, we know that dragonfly larvae eat those eat uh, mosquito larvae. I didn't know that. And uh, what's that other? Uh, those beetles, those giant water beetles, they eat mosquito larvae. But like, there's, there's no telling if that's like their primary. I'm sure there is telling actually, but I don't know if that's their primary. <laughs> I don't know if that's it's impossible prim- to prove. It's impossible to know, you know. <laughs> Except it probably isn't. Uh, that may not be their primary source um, because like, there's a lot of smart people who just think we could get rid of mosquitoes with no real major impact. If somebody could put a legitimate argument out Bill there, is one of those, I might be for it. Yes, I believe so. Just. Well, 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 but all these rich people want population control anyway, so mosquitoes are their best friends. <laughs> Did you just go a little conspiracy-based towards us? Fact. Fact. Oh, God, that was Conspiracy awful. facts. Anyway. Like, this, this conversation right here is why I tend to believe in climate change a little more than what I, what I used to not, is because, like, the ecosystem is so closely interwoven and there's no yeah. way for us to really know the further like the reaches of how things are intertwined sure i don't and like if you remove something like a mosquito what actually what's what goes on like what happened in australia when they put all those frogs there you know yeah the the co- what is that in what is that called the cobra effect where you change one thing it's basically like a different the version butterfly of the butterfly effect. No, the butterfly effect oh. is when you like, a, like a butterfly flaps its wings in China and you know, there's an earthquake in okay. San Francisco. The Mandela effect. No, that's no. that's a time or that's a alternate universe theory. Yeah. The Cobra theory is what happened with like effect. what Heisenberg uncertainty. No, no. Wow. <laughs> so the the Cobra is when in India they had what? What's happening? He's. I don't know if we have Denton. He's kind of in and out. Didn't you? I'm, I'm here. He can hear us. He's just glitchy on the screen. Don't worry about the screen as long as you can hear him. Okay. As long as he can hear us. Um, Because the image is going to buffer slower than the sound. That makes sense. So anyway, there was this, uh, these cobra sellers. um, The government started, there's a whole lot of cobras in uh, this city in India. So the government basically said, okay, let's start. I'm just realizing as I'm saying this, that my metaphor is wrong and I used the wrong one, but I'm still going to tell the story. No, you're telling the right story. Okay. Well, but I don't know if this applies. So they release, or so they, they, there's all these cobras, and they start paying money for people to bring dead cobras to them. Okay. And so it doesn't take long for people to figure out, oh, I'll just breed cobras and then take them to the dead ones that Brilliant. are bred. And then when the government figures out they're doing this, the government says, oh, forget it. We're not doing this anymore. And so, so they, they release, release all the cobras. <laughs> and then there's a bigger <laughs> cobra problem than before, which doesn't really work for the metaphor I was going for, but it's a fun story. <laughs> That is a fun story, but yeah, it's like, uh, oh, it's like that well, song. Well, that was fun. It's a fun aside, right? <laughs> no, I love that story, though. Unintended, well, unintended consequences what, 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 I what, I, what Dan was saying. From it's like that is, like, if, you're, if, you're, if you have problems with your city authority, <laughs> release thousands of snakes. 
<laughs> That's what Florida's doing. Boa constrictors anyway. everywhere out there, man. The raccoon population, like in the Everglades in Florida, they say it's down to about 10% of what it was. Should I care of, about raccoons in Florida? I'm just curious. Yes, the ecosystem. We just talking, like literally talking about <laughs> this right you're now. You're gonna be really like Josh Turnage is gonna go. Should I be the one to care about that? Really, <laughs> like the one who cares about everything? I know. <laughs> I don't care about everything. I don't care about mosquitoes. No, but I, th- I think Denton's point was absolutely correct. Like, if you change one small thing, everything is so interconnected that we cannot, we can't accurately predict how it's gonna happen because it could be, you know. Three, four, five. Uh, uh, what are the three, four, five species away, or whatever? What, I can't think of the right terminology for it, but like uh, everybody knows. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon away. Six degrees. So three, four, <laughs> five degrees. So we take out mosquitoes, and Kevin Bacon dies. Is what you're saying? Or becomes superhuman? Maybe mm. <laughs> he, butterfly effect. He becomes a god. Is it worth it? He would be like the man. He'd be like. They'd be like a Christ figure. I always thought he should play Captain Planet because he could rock a mullet pretty yes. well. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, I could see Guys, that. I want a mullet so bad. You, you kind of already have You've, one. They're back in. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I kind of do. That's not true. It's not You've back got, in. I don't know what that is. It is back in. There's, Mo- a, guy, there's a guy at my mullet? work who has a mullet. Yeah. It's kind of like a mullet hawk thing. Yeah. A mullet hawk. Yeah. That's that's actually, that's, that's, that sounds actually he has pretty much the same haircut as Denton, the guy at my work, except for he's got a big oh. old bald spot. It doesn't work. Eh, bald spots happen. He's got a mohawk with a giant bald spot. So anyway, see that there's just a gap. Would you guys take a vaccine that would make your blood toxic to mosquitoes? Is what I'm asking. I don't know. I'm never the first one to do anything. If if I saw the uh, like the outcome of what it would do to me, you know, because I don't know what if that's going to hurt me in the in the long run. I feel like that wouldn't keep mosquitoes from biting me. It would just be vengeance on the mosquitoes like Well, no, but if enough yeah, spe- mosquitoes bite enough people that have the vaccine, eventually they're gone. Just, so yeah. mosquitoes love me is the thing though. So I feel like I could be a really effective mosquito killer. <laughs> what if what? I had toxic blood? <laughs> the not, war on mosquitoes, Nathan is like a general like the malaria or the the whatever West Nile or whatever it is. Right. Whatever happened to this the, is not a preventative cure for any known diseases. Just blah, sweet, blah, blah. yeah, it's no. not preventative. It's just sweet, sweet vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> just, what scientific purpose does this serve? Revenge. <laughs> 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 what happened to the uh, to the the mosquitoes that they were doing the whole like breeding them into a dead end thing? That's still going on. There's lots and lots of studies going on whoa, 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 whoa. that are out there to try and kill mosquitoes. How do you breed something? Well, to what a what dead they end? did is they were breeding. Mosquitoes that asexual. Or, or, no, 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 they would be able to reproduce, but their offspring, offspring can't. So they were like some type of like, uh, like like a horse and a donkey can breed to make a mule, but the mule cannot have yes offspring. They, they, like they were that. doing that, and they were going to release them, and oh. you know they, they would have one more generation, but that generation couldn't breed, and it would just kill them slowly. Huh. Or at least reduce the I believe population. They, they did that, and they did release them in Florida, right? I don't know. but like, And they saw a reduction in mosquito population, but the problem is that like, those mosquitoes that carried that died, mm-hmm. and then the ones that they bred with did, you know, like, they killed a generation, but they didn't kill all mosquitoes. Dude, how would you like to be the minimum wage worker who had to do a mosquito release? Open. Open it. <laughs> open it. No, <laughs> no, no run. that's not a minimum wage worker. That's some grad student. Yeah, that's, make so money. that's not such even sweet revenge, money. right there. That's then. the intern. It's the intern's job. Yeah, yeah that's a research position. They're paying for those bloodborne. So you're paying them to work it. 
So God, I can just imagine, dude. Does anybody else cringe when you see those uh, like off commercials where it's like, look, this guy didn't use off, and he's got thirteen mosquitoes on his pinky right now. Uh, yeah. Well, did uh, you see the like Bill Gates? I don't remember if it was like a TED talk or right what. Now. But Bill Gates was like doing a presentation somewhere about like malaria and stuff like that because I guess the like, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation was working on that problem. Yeah, he's really big. And probably and, uh, still is problems in africa so that's a huge problem in africa yeah so he like oh. comes in with like a plexiglass box and like opens it and like <laughs> like does that number and he was like i just released like however many mosquitoes it was it was like a whole bunch like in oh the crowd. no because he wanted to like him. <laughs> that was like his big like opening like left hook to like get everybody to pay attention to his now one of those mosquitoes had malaria <laughs> and i was like i don't know that i'm entirely comfortable <laughs> The oh. recorder just Man, I just had like the best point I've ever made, and it, it's just gone now. And the podcast. I need to. Seth, hand me one of those extenders so that I don't keep pulling this thing off when I turn around. Our, our podcast system is like the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Everything is cobbled together. <laughs> we have a really nice board and then a very inept worker running it. That's the problem. It's just the cables. Can we just get Tesla back so we can have wireless everything, please? You're like that guy who dropped yeah, I would that love satellite to come like off of the 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 pallet they were carrying it on, like the two billion dollar satellite or yeah, whatever. I'm just like that guy. <laughs> that You're right. Guy. Just like him. That's me. Same. Yeah. That's how important. I've met him. Dang, Seth. <laughs> that's the level that I put this podcast at. <laughs> we should do that. all the podcasts with Bluetooth. Just all Bluetooth all the time. Is that possible? I mean, so it's just going for those deep cuts. Yeah. Do they have like microphone cables for Bluetooth? Yeah, they have everything Probably. for Bluetooth. Yeah. I use Bluetooth to monitor audio while I'm doing video. Wait, so how is Bluetooth <laughs> going to be better than No cables. No, I no, I got the no cable like <laughs> like the old school like 1990s <laughs> wireless. Was that infrared? <laughs> Uh, I thought old school 1990s wireless was RF. Yeah, that was RF. Just RF. And RF is RF. not as no, nowhere near as good as well, yeah. interference. I figured anything in the 90s. Radio frequency is really, really good, actually. Yeah, but it's not like latency is different, right? The latency is different. The latency is actually worse on Bluetooth. Really? Huh. Yeah. Oh, because it's like, not as can't, fast. Can't stuff interfere more easily with like the RF? Bluetooth, you can do a lot more data over. Oh, huh. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, you can send like photos and stuff over Bluetooth instead of IR or you radio. guys remember Bluetooth gotcha. and each other like ringtones like back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good times. It was so pointless. It was good times. I always thought Bluetooth was going to take off, but it, it's never really just exploded in a way that it's, I, I it's expected. Like, it's literally everywhere. What are you talking everything. about, dude? It's been around for so long. I just thought like everything would be Bluetooth by now. It's like, everything in, it's is integral Bluetooth. into almost anything wireless. Then what the hell are we doing on this podcast? What, why isn't it Bluetooth? We're doing our best. So many latency. <laughs> we just discussed this. We're trying so hard. It's so much cheaper to do it the way we're doing it now. <laughs> so. Well, maybe that's why it didn't take off because it's not that cost effective. Plus it did take off. Um, have you ever, you, have you, have you ever used like a bucks. wireless mouse? Yes. Bluetooth. Bluetooth. So, even the ones where you have to use the dongle? Yeah, that's a Bluetooth dongle. dongle. Okay. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? I didn't know what they were. Because I'm going to end us if we are. I work in IT. I should have known that. Yeah. No, I think I'm pretty good. All right. Well, Denton, thanks for being here today. Yeah. This makes me sad. Yeah, this thanks music. for having me. So, 
Thanks for listening to Black Mesa Radio, everybody, listeners. Uh, like and subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us reviews on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, go to our website, blackmesaradio.com, and comment and like and share and all that stuff because we're trying to grow this podcast. We're about to have a secondary podcast on the network uh, that we'll talk about soon, but it's not not here yet, so I'm not going to announce it yet. Just keep waiting for that. You just announced it. Announcing the announcement. I didn't announce what it was. I said we have one coming. Aloha, okay. everyone. It's a teaser announcement. So goodbye. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. See ya.